Welcome to Stories in Ink, a new podcast with MG Can Productions. I'm your host, Spencer Kennard. Hey everyone out there, hope you're all doing well. Um, we've made it. This is the first episode of 2021. Uh, 2020 is in the rear view. Um, you know, we are, there's a lot of stuff going on and, uh, you know, I think it feels pretty good that there's a lot, you know, just a lot in the back, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot of good things coming. Um, you know, thank you for sticking a lot around with us so long. Sorry, we took a little bit of a break. Um, we needed to recoup and do a couple things. Joining me as always though tonight is Jesse Luciani. Jesse, how we doing? I am doing pretty well, man. How are you been? Oh, I've the same thing as every week, man. Just working, working, working. <laughs> you know it. Mm-hmm. My answer doesn't change. But you've been pretty busy yourself. Uh, you've dropped, I think, three episodes of your uh, of the Jesse Makes a Movie. Oh podcast. yeah, no, we. I've been I've been pretty busy. Yeah, we are on episode three, episode four when this one comes out of Jesse makes a movie. And if, if you guys have like a free moment, please please check it out because I I we did an episode uh, called dealing with your festo. It was a very personal episode, so please if you have a chance, please check it out and leave a nice comment and all that. Yes, we would also appreciate a nice comment. Here <laughs> please give us a give us a like, a look, and a <laughs> lot of love. Yeah, you know, just a little bit of love, not but, all. Yeah, no, uh, Jesse makes movie. I'm very proud about how that episode, how that show's actually turned. Yeah, out. it's it's been great, man. Um, you know, it's one of those things that, um, I just love seeing you kind of journeying into that and your project on your, you know, and figuring these things out as you go along. Thank um, you, brother. No, no problem, man. But uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we're gonna just get into it, huh? Yeah, but I. <laughs> Am I wrong? Do we actually have a sponsor? Oh, wait. No. So we we, we do have a sponsor. We'll get into that in a minute. But first, before we do that, I want to introduce actually our guest for tonight. Um, so joining us tonight is the fabulous, the one and only Michael. Michael, he, he is um, – how do I – there's so many words I could use to describe Michael, and they're all like just so good. Um, he's just this awesome – just – this awesome positive person that um, even if he doesn't see it himself, he does bring a whole lot of joy and fun and life to, uh, to everyone's life that he, uh, you know, that he interacts with Uh, a couple things about him, man. Michael is a coffee connoisseur. This dude loves his coffee. It's something that, uh, you know, we, me, I'm on my body now. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's up, man? I'm just listening, listening, like, completely floored, like, holy shit, like, all of these things are being said about me. (laughs) Oh, like, I, you know, dude, I, I, I love you, man. I'm so glad we've been able to get you on this episode. But, okay, so first thing, you love coffee. We know this. I know this. Mm -hmm. Everyone who's met you, I think, knows this. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) But you're also a great mixologist as well as a bartender. Um, I believe you've won a few awards, um, and I know that your cocktails are actually on quite a few menus here in the city. Um, Yeah, you've been featured quite a few places. you know, and in addition to all of those things, you're also uh, managed to find time to play all of your video games that you love so dearly. 
Because <laughs> ultimately, I have no life aside from like video games and, and cocktails. Hey. Like I, ha- I have friends. I think maybe like I just kind of like I just coffee keep myself, consoles like, and cocktails, man. Yes, <laughs> get buried, buried in the three. You know, yeah, the three C's. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the big C, the big C's in my life big at the moment. <laughs> so how you doing, man? I I know things are you know things are things right now here in the city. I know that there uh, it sucks for bars right now. Yeah, um, um, I've been doing okay. I'm just, I work one day a week right now. And the cool thing is like, I, I've been, my cocktails have been on the menu there, which has been really, really great. Um, I've been teaching Zumba out. I also well, do Zumba, just, which is like. You were just featured. You were just featured for Zumba, right? I was. And um, I got, I was mentioned on NPR, all things considered on Tuesday this week. And tomorrow there's a web story being published with photographs. So there's physical evidence of my (laughs) classes happening in 30 degree weather. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, No, dude, so proud of you for that. I I know that's something you really, uh, you give a lot of yourself to. And so that to see other people recognize that too, is just awesome. Um, But yeah, congrats on that, man. Like that's, that's freaking cool. Thank you. Um, it's just weird. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird like, when whoa. people talk about you, right? It is a little bit, just a little bit. Cause I'm also ultimately like a big fucking introvert. So I'm like, people are talking about me. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> well, really well, this, this is the, th- this is the thing, man. So, um, I know you, Jesse kind of knows you, but before we do, uh, we really get into the, the, the meat and potatoes of the interview. Um, we actually, like we said earlier in the teaser, this is our first sponsored episode. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> well, thanks. So we're actually sponsored by Poddex. I don't know if you've heard of them, but Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have a more meaningful conversation or just kind of like gamify their uh, their podcast. Um, it's it's really simple. You just shuffle everything up and ask a question and all the content kind of rolls. Um, Badass. Get, yeah, if you want to get some just for like any of your icebreakers or anything like that, you can get yours today at poddex.com and it would help us a lot if you would just use the code stories in ink and it'll give you 10% off. Um, but that being said, are you ready for this question? Because uh, we, we as soon as we saw this card, we're like, we are asking this tonight. Let's do it. I am, okay. I am, I am, I am jumping into the unknown. Oh, it's, <laughs> so as a bartender, as someone who has been in bars, um, yeah. you, you've definitely heard a lot of interactions with people. Um, but what's the worst pickup line that you've ever heard or dished out? holy shit (laughs) Um, so for myself i i it's hard for me i knew this was gonna be a good one so for myself like i i tend i kind of tend to like flirt with people without trying over the bar so usually i just like smile and i find some kind of compliment to like give them while i'm like in the deep shit and I like look like I'm a crazy person. I sound slightly angry, but people find it endearing, which I, <laughs> which I, which I really appreciate. Um, <laughs> love you guys. I'm just a nuts crazy person. But um, I think the I think the worst pickup line I've ever heard from a guest is like one of those things that people say. Like I can't even like point to one exactly. It's one of those things that's like. If I was to make the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. Like that's probably like I've heard that like once or twice. I've uh, I you, swear. you know what ver- you know what version I've heard of that? 
Mm. Do you know what my favorite word is? Oh God. What is it? Suit. Because suit? it puts the suit. Because it puts the you and I together. Oh, that's cute. That's better than the one I just said. Like it's like a more creative way. At least like you're like trying to form a like form a word and like be creative. Like I was just like I'm just like, okay. I could rearrange cool. the alphabet. Dude, I'm like everyone like everyone shoot their shot all the time. Like <laughs> always go for it. Like like you don't know what's gonna happen at all. But how much does a polar bear weigh? More than me. Enough to break the ice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> that's good. See? I like corny shit, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that's uh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, some again, good ones. everyone shoot the shot. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> do it, do it. Well, you know, kind of getting into, uh, you know, I met you um, when I was, I, I, I was very early, pretty early on when I was tattooing, um, but I was also bartending at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, uh, I think we kind of connected over just those general things before I had even tattooed you. Um, yeah. You know, it just a little bit of backstory here. Uh, I was working over in Brooklyn at a place and uh i think you would just around the block from my apartment yeah it was very convenient for you i think you had like the day off (laughs) yeah the first time i walked in and i was like yeah let's go do this and i made an appointment and then i actually i was like i canceled because i was like i told you i was i was actually like physically fucking sick and exhausted (laughs) and i was like because i overwork myself like yes i am um and now oh god (laughs) i've learned somewhat either way but like that's how we met. We met at the shop. Um, I came. I think I came to get a piercing the first time. I think I it was correctly. actually. Was, yeah. It was actually. I think to reopen your cartilage. I think you yeah. had your cartilage done, and I think you just yeah. needed jewelry for it. And like it was yeah. something like you needed help getting it in because you had had a hoop, and then it came out, and it wasn't. If I'm remembering correctly, it wasn't like completely through. Yeah, um, I, I'm like trying to. That's the thing. I was like, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I it wasn't my lip. I have, I've had multiple piercings and tattoos, which has been really fun. But um, <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure it was one of my cartilage. It was my cartilage piercing, and I needed to change. So, oh, great! I had a stud, and I hated the stud, and I wanted to change yeah. it. And the ball, the ball had fallen out of the one I had, so I had to. He or Spencer had to go in and like adjust that shit. And of course, my extra ass was just like, "Yeah, I'm helpless. Help me, please!" Oh my <laughs> god, like that. And, and he was very, 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 very kind and calm, and like got it done. And we got that. Yeah, shit. We did it. And I was like, "Yeah." And then I saw your American Idiot tattoo, and I was like, "Fuck, I love him already because he has a fucking <laughs> Green Day tattoo on his body." And that's when I decided, I was like, I want to get some shit done. And it was my coffee. It was like my first tattoo with you was like after was death before the, decaf, death before decaf. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I, I fucking, it's like one of those things where people say it all the time and it's been done many times, but like, I fuck, I love repeating that shit. And I, I, it's so true. Cause like I love coffee so much and I will always drink like caffeinated coffee before i have decaf coffee because ultimately decaf coffee is bullshit because there's there is trace caffeine in coffee any in decaf coffee anyway so just might as well take all take it all in you know like yeah, go totally. for it i mean 
No, I, uh, I, I, well, uh, decaf is just dirty water. Um, everyone who loves decaf, I appreciate you. Thank you for ordering decaf coffee and keeping those businesses alive. I'm really grateful to you. Just not if, you, me. if you drink decaf, get half calf. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good option, but either way, just, just go all the way then. Like, you know, nope. like, <laughs> kicking and screaming. We're going to have half calf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. So the first one we did, it was the, it was the death before decaf. Um, mm-hmm. it was, it was, uh, it was a fun little tattoo. There's, I think two flowers with it, like two little pinwheel flowers. Are we on a video? Cause then I can like just show you if we're not, uh, I can just like, we have to, uh, well, we'll be audio. So that's the thing. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we have pictures. We'll have pictures elsewhere. Just check yes. our Instagrams or something. Like we'll share it for you <laughs> if you have questions. <laughs> but yeah, there are two little blue, they're like bluish green flowers. Like, well, that's your, that's like your, teal. I feel like that's the color that like I've tattooed maybe the most on you. I think so. Cause also like my hair is the same fucking color right now. So yeah, it looks great. I kind of thank you. I just for kind all of all those audio listeners, just to just to reaffirm that <laughs> you can <laughs> you can go to the NPR article. I see what you're doing. You're the NPR. <laughs> I'm not trying to do anything. <laughs> I just I like being nat- as natural as I possibly can. As natural as I <laughs> with my fucking fake colored hair, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say with your blue colored hair, <laughs> you know, all natural. <laughs> hey man, you give Bulma a run for her money. Thank you. Oh, Bulma, yes, Dragon Ball Goku's wife. Yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goku's wife was Chi Chi. Vegeta's wife. Oh, was Bulma. okay, great. Michael's an idiot. I'm just a little stupid, you know. I kind of uh, have a general <laughs> idea of Dragon Ball. I love Sailor Moon. Yes, <laughs> so, we. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so we um we did those. Um, and then I think the next thing we did the little origami paper crane. Yes. On my ankle. Um, we did this little like really cool paint splatter origami paper crane. One of my favorite books is um, when I was writing as a child and it's really fucking sad, but like also really beautiful. It's called Sadako and a thousand paper cranes, a girl, it's a girl in Japan who gets diagnosed with leukemia and her way of holding on to hope is this tale but if you fold a thousand paper cranes, you will get your wish. So for me, like I always kind of try to find the hope in the world and in, in whatever I'm doing. So that was the next thing I wanted to do. Um, do you and, think that, yeah. I mean, do you think though, like, I mean, so we're already talking about two different things that you like, you really love, right? You love coffee. Yeah. And then this is like, uh, again, holding on to, onto hope and onto um, the belief that things can be better. And right. Yeah. Some, it, it, maybe it's a little idealized because like, it's that whole thing you're working towards your wish. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think that also kind of ties into the other, um, you have uh, one on your wrist um, that is uh, yes. chaos that's broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So um, the, the word chaos um kind of like bold and out there and it's broken down the middle and then the middle of the word is thrive um because like i the funny thing about my life is that when things have been chaotic i found a way to like kind of thrive and push through them um well, I think that goes i mean it goes back to talking about like being behind the bar 
right? You're able to have that. I mean, you're in, you're in, you're in it, right? Like it is chaotic yeah. and there's like mad orders, but you still have to every night, every fucking night, like, or now every day that I, like when I'm working and it's, it's just like you get, to, it's like a, it's a controlled, but uncontrolled chaos, but somehow you like thrive through it and get through it. And like, you give people this amazing, this like fun experience. You get to share what you love. At least I get to share what I love and do what I love and kind of like continue to grow through it and have these really cool experiences taking me all over. It's really well, interesting think that, to think about. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you've, you've been to so many cool different places. Just, um, <laughs> you know, you just scroll through your, uh, your Instagram and you get to see all the cool places you've been for mixology and all these courses and things like that. But I, I do think it's interesting that like the things that you love, you know, while they're maybe you're maybe you're idealizing them in a way, maybe you're holding on to them, maybe you're carrying them with you. Um, mm. And I think that those are like a really cool uh, way of, you know, you, again, you telling your story, right? Like that's yeah. like the whole, the whole point of it, right? Like these are, these are different experiences mm. that you've had in places that you've been, you know, yeah. jumping forward a little bit, it, it, you know, you, um, I believe you, you went to like summer camp for bartenders. I did. <laughs> I definitely did. Um, it's called Camp Runamuck. It is held, it, it is and will be again held in Kentucky twice a year in May and in um, August. Um, done by Blush Life Productions. Amazing people, if you're interested at all. Um, amazing humans. They basically bring a bunch of bartenders from all around the country and the world to Kentucky and you're taken around to different distilleries to learn all about bourbon and rye and whiskey produced there. It's incredibly unique in this idea that you're, you you fly yourself there, but everything else is taken care of for you. You get your food, you get your lodging, you get your transportation. And there you're taken around and get to learn not just about like the spirit which is kind of quintessential american at the end of the day when we think when mm -hmm. people think of the united states they kind of think of whisk like whiskey whiskeys yeah. and and like bourbon particularly is the big thing and um it's the fancy thing that it's wonderful <laughs> but it's awesome I, I i love talking about this stuff but um yeah, I did go there and it's, it's cool because you're also like when you're there, it's not just you have this education, but you also have a lot of really fun things. Like you get to do paintball and you get to do like <laughs> random scavenger hunts. Activities. Like, no, yeah, no. And like, it's funny. And you also have these emotional break. Like for me, like on a lot of people, you have a lot of emotional breakthroughs because like you're around a bunch of people who do what you do and like love the same thing you do and you learn to value yourself and yeah. kind of like really open your mind to that. Like I had a major breakthrough um, when I was at camp and it was actually after playing baseball, I decided I, from my cabin, we were, um, we were like uh, based on Mars attacks. I decided to go and run the gauntlet, um, basically getting shot at with paintballs while making a <laughs> cocktail. So oh, no. I, it, what it, was the it cocktail? Was like, I made a pumpkin spice old fashioned. Because <laughs> I, I literally like mapped out what was because I I was able to watch them because you couldn't have just made a margarita like no no <laughs> it's, it's whiskey after all so like I was oh, yeah, literally like 
I was I was looking around. I can you can see the field and like you're kind of seeing where things are laid out. And I made a plan. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go here, 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 and this the tools are here. Everything is in different places. So you guys had to run and I built this cocktail and like I actually spilled it. I had finished it and then I spilled it on the fucking grass and I had to make it again. And I was really angry with myself that I had to do that. But um either way, so I made the cocktail and I was done and like after I was after I had finished I sat down in like that weird like space of like physical pain and like like this like, this like feeling of like my cocktail like was my cocktail good but I wish I also made a lot of re- random realizations because I've been struggling with a lot of things as far as like what I want what I really wanted for my future as far as in, in my career in my personal life all of the things and yeah. I I kind of like I had I cried on the bus right on the way home like be very real and I I was able like through this whole entire experience I was like I really need to value myself more and like really stick to my guns and have confidence in that what I'm doing is like the right thing and I came back and I made made yeah and I made major changes in my life yeah being validated in your actions and things like that um I think like you know kind of being around other people that are in the same industry as you um it really does make a difference right because you know we can't you know as someone who is is on the other side of the bar right even Mm -hmm. if you're at the bar every day it's not the same as being as a bartender not at all (laughs) and um you know it's one of those things where until you're in it like those layers can't get peeled back you can't and that's not to that's not to say like other people can't understand your experience or things like that, yeah. but it's easier whenever you're in like a service industry to understand mm-hmm. when you've been through it, you know, because I mean, Jesse, you've also bartended, you know, you've, um, you know, just, you've been through those kind of things. And, uh, uh yeah, yeah it, no, it, I, yeah, I've bartended for a lot of weird many jobs and it's and it's rough it's always been rough no matter like no matter the gig it's always it's always been super rough it's interesting like if i may like it's interesting because like you like it can be it can be fucking it's not just like physically demanding but like emotionally demanding because you're taking Mm -hmm. on all of these different energies from all of these different people who are having all these different experiences they're all they're like you're kind of having to manage that while trying to like give like put your best foot forward and give them yeah. like that this wonderful experience in some way shape or form well and that's very and, like, similar to tattooing oh yeah, you know, yeah. One, not to cut you off like but it, it is because you know you you are again it's like as i've said before on here you know you're helping other people tell their stories and so on some level you're bringing you're you're bringing those the, the things people are telling you whether or not they're relevant or pertaining to the tattoo right they they're bringing like you said those energies and things like that into it um yeah. and it's it's heavy right because you you're helping someone express themselves and express how they're feeling in that moment um and I think it's similar because like the similar with bartending right you're trying to make someone feel and this sounds so oversimplify but you're trying to make someone feel a little bit better in that moment right like you're you're not you know you're not trying to make someone feel it get past the point of where they're sloppy and all like that's not the goal um if you're there you need to stop like, yeah like because because again you're not like you're not 
like you're not really considering the person that's in front of you. You know what I mean? And I think that like, I think the reason why we like kind of go towards bars or even, you know, it's different than why we get tattoos and things like that, but it's all to, um, you know, in some ways it's just to, to feel better about ourselves in a way. And yeah, like, I like I I like I know exactly it's like for you and I it's like we're literally creating this experience for someone who is coming to you at multiple stages and it could be any stage like some someone they could be celebrating like the most amazing experience in their life or on the flip side literally could be the worst thing that has ever happened to them and they're memor- trying to memorialize it and create a memory around that somehow and we mm-hmm. are literally um cultivating that experience for them and like through you through like tattooing someone and putting this beautiful art on their body and myself just like providing like and you do this hospitality and crafting a beverage or placing food in someone in front of someone and describing it to them or what have you and just like kind of allow you can like shift whatever moment that is to be like a completely different experience in the most positive way and create these memories that will last and well, in the sense of a tattoo, it's always, it's there yeah. and it's memorialized. Well, I mean, even, you know, you're talking about how someone's having a, a rough day or whatever, and they come in, you can, you, you, you know, you have the potential to change that. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I think similar with a tattoo, man, so people get, people aren't always happy when they're getting tattooed. Like they can be going through some tough stuff. Like, you know, tattooing for a lot of people is I, I, I hesitate to use the word therapeutic because I'm not a therapist, <laughs> but you know, it, it gives us this moment of pause where we're able to like be completely present in that moment. I think like yeah. we don't have to focus on anything else. We only have to focus on our breathing and getting, you know, being in that moment. And I think that like, you know, if you, I think things are so go, 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 go all the time that maybe when we get to have those moments, that's, it's a rare moment of pause, a rare moment of clarity um, where you can, you know, again, you, you look at a tattoo, you're going to be examining where you were and who you were then. I mean, and I think that that, that's whenever you're at a, you know, you got your feet on the bar, like that's, that's a place you're at too. Like, I think, I think it's a moment of reflection and I think that that's a universal moment, you know? Definitely. Definitely. And like you were saying, like a tattoo, you were saying, mentioning like how a tattoo can make you like maybe feel like you're trying to focus on like this feeling. Like for me, I've been in places where it's like, I've wanted to feel something and like me getting a tattoo, like being able to like live through that reminds me like I'm like in the weirdest way I'm human. Like I, I I have feelings and I do have all well, and they're this, validated. Like, yeah, they're and validated it, it matters. Like feelings. that's the thing. It starts to matter somehow, some way. And I'm like, this is like, okay, I matter, this matters. Like no matter well, even the, like go and ahead. that's the awesome thing. Like, even if it's like a, a, a quote unquote fun tattoo, right? If yeah. Because you have a lot. I'm, I'm not gonna. You got a lot of fun tattoos. I forget what. <laughs> I definitely have a lot of fun tattoos. <laughs> like, but but you also have like tattoos that you know. For example, right? The things that bring again the things that bring you joy. One of the things that bring you joy are is Mario, right? Oh yeah. You you have. A, <laughs> for all you can't see, his eyes just got like as big as half dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I love, oh my god, I love fucking Mario. And that's like, not even just like Mario himself, it's the bad guys. Because they're so fucking charismatic, and and I have them. Tad Spencer tattooed my leg with them. Like, but, but, but again, I, like, I have you're, to it, interrupt because I have to ask: Have you played uh, Mario Odyssey yet? I have finished Mario Odyssey. I have. Um, I love the game. I think it's really it's super cool to like it, it's see a fun, how like, it's a fun game. Out of all the Mario games, it's it's probably the most fun. I I think so, and it's honestly I think it's weird because I think it's also the most dark. Like, right. in a few different ways. Like, it's, like, literally and figuratively, like, one of the most dark Mario games you can probably play. Like, it's, like, not speaking in just, like, the art style, but, like, in the way the story progresses and the, and the jokes that are used. Like, it's actually kind of the most dark, thoughtful games, like, Mario, I think, has ever been in. I'm a fuck... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's, it's no, true. I... I... <laughs> I am not a gamer. Um, <laughs> Great. So Jesse and I will talk now. <laughs> yes, you guys, I'm going to just back up on this one. And uh, Jesse, you got this, right? <laughs> 100%. I am ready for this. Let's go. 2021. I'm taking over stories and things. <laughs> this, this show is all about me now. Um, no, I, I just had to ask because I, I've been playing my way through uh, Mario Odyssey and I've fucking love it i do agree with you it is super dark compared to like the other mario games yeah like and it's not it's like relative because mario is not the mario series is not like a dark thing but oh no relative yeah yeah. yeah, just to be clear relatively to everything else like (laughs) it's way darker but like what overall oh yeah One hundred percent compared to like yeah. Super Mario sixty four. Except for the game where he pretended he had a medical license and started like giving pills to people. Oh my god! (laughs) Bad Tetris version game. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) It was Tetris Um, with a new skin. (laughs) But let's let's get back to Tetris. Everybody did that though. Like, but anyway, yeah. Hey man, I played Mario Run. Was that what That's it was a, called? Was that a game? It was on the iPhone. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I downloaded it for and I played it like once, and that was the end of it. Oh well, I like got all of the coins because I have obsessive personality. <laughs> me too. Which Trust is why me, I don't play video games anymore. <laughs> That's why I can't have to stop because I'm like, because <laughs> like I will fall into it and be like, ah! <laughs> but getting, getting back to it though, like I think yeah. though, your your tattoos though, again, even though that they're, they're again, fun and they mm-hmm. remind you of these fun things, they do give you a little bit of pause, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you know, again, you're not, and this is, I'm not speaking just to you directly, but we as people, we're not always, of course, we're not always happy. And the person that says they're always happy is full of shit, right? Like, because <laughs> their pants are on fire. Yes. Um, because they're a liar. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, like those little, those little things that bring you joy, sometimes it's important to just have those as a reminder, you know. Um, and it, because it, those, those things do matter that you, the, the fact that you carry them with you, they matter. You know, I, I don't think we should tattoo all just serious stuff on us because I, I, I think it will literally weigh you down. 
like I feel like you will carry those burdens and carry that kind of feeling and you know I just I I think there has to be again some type of balance right again similar to uh, back to the the chaos right you know it's that balance between the two and how do you navigate how do you find that balance like what is what is your maybe your personal balance like what is how do you you know I mean, I, I guess in general, that's because, yeah. you know, I, I, I guess in relation uh, to you, Michael, like, you know, you, you, you do all these things and then you also find time to like, again, teach Zumba and things like yeah. that. So you're, you, it's not like you're just playing video games and not exercising or anything like that. You're, you, yeah. you're making balance in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe and. Yeah, I, you know, I never want to suppose anything, but do you think that like, again, you're, you're talking back to your paper crane tattoo, right? There's a balance between the light and the dark, the, you know, absolutely. This is someone that is going to ultimately pass, but they're ultimately working for a goal. Wow. You know, um, I don't know. Do you feel like your tattoos kind of have that kind of balance going on with them too? I definitely, yeah, a hundred percent. Like I have, I have, I think I literally was just looking at my tattoos and like, I think about like, like you're saying like how I feel about when I was getting them and when I was like, and what they mean, like I have, I actually, so on one leg, I had this really beautiful tattoo that you did um, of two characters from Final Fantasy. And in Japanese, it says, just stay with me because basically like we, these characters like wanted to be around each other, but didn't always know how to communicate the same way to make it happen. And in my other leg, I have this really dark tattoo, just like literal sacrificial death between two sisters that happens also in a video game. But it's like, it's trying to reconcile those two different and two different sides of me and also wanting them to exist in harmony because they are, both parts of who I am. They are very necessary to who I am and very important in life because it's not life is light and dark. You will have the good and you will have the bad and it will, it won't always be on the timing you'd like, but it's always good to recognize that it's possible to be live like well and have them both happening exclusively or mutually to live through them. And to mm-hmm. let them and you know, and to accept that they both will be there. You yes, know, we, we want to, I think we want to, as, as people focus on one or the other, mm-hmm. right. Um, we want everything's either great or everything's shit. Like there's no, it's really hard for us to like kind of come in between mm-hmm. without getting trapped in indifference. Right. Cause that's also its own very apathy and indifference are also like very dark pits to be, to try and have to pull yourself out of. It's not healthy. It's, it's really unhealthy to like, just say you're apathetic to something because then you feel like there's no meaning to anything. And that brings its own set of problems. And I, it's not, it's not good, but I agree with you 100%. Well, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's kind of easy to be apathetic and a lot of things it's easy to feel sorry for yourself because let's, I mean, let's be honest, like 
the world in general is not going to feel sorry for you, right? It's going to keep moving. And that's, that's a hard lesson to learn. That's a hard pill to swallow, but that doesn't discount the fact that you matter and that you matter right now. You know, you're getting, you know, and I think like tattoos are a way to reiterate that fact, right? Because you, you know, our memories fade, they get blurry. Mm -hmm. Like our tattoos over time. (laughs) (laughs) But that doesn't change the fact that we were there and that they happened. Right. And that doesn't change the fact of the people that were, were there when they happened or, you know, anything like that. I just, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think that again, story is so important and making sure that we are present within our stories. Um, Definitely. You don't want to float through your life. It's like the word I did it for a long time. Actually, I'd like kind of like, see my life in multiple phases like there's the phase before before I hit like real adulthood and then like my adult like the beginning of my adulthood in Los Angeles where I grew up and then my adulthood here and I'm actually being like at now heading into a completely new phase my adulthood post some major events in my life and like I look at the person I was in that second phase that I can like the second phase I mentioned here and it's, I was not really happy. Like, and I kind of just like lived and it wasn't good. Like I, I wasn't able to find real joy in my life and I beat myself up consistently. And like, it took me moving. I had, I literally everything in my life just kind of got cut short and I had an opportunity to move to New York and I did. And it really, it completely changed that life I was living without purpose, without hope, without anything to something where it's like, I had no time to focus on anything else, but like trying to stay at first, stay afloat and then realizing my real goals and aspirations and like pushing for them. Mm-hmm. I probably went off on a tangent, but <laughs> no, no, I think, that, again, no, I, I think that though, one of the things that we keep coming back to is the fact that, you know, we, we, as people will, you know, are searching for, um, that self-worth, you know, that, that balance that come or that, that the, like the acceptance of self and the balance that can come from that. And sometimes that does come from, you know, finding those things that are important to us, be it, you know, be a coffee, be it a cocktail or be it some type of console, you know? Yeah. And, and those things, you know, people, people from a certain, you know, set of thinking will be like, well, what does your tattoo mean? Well, it, it, you know, and that's, and, and again, like I've talked about this before, I don't necessarily think it comes from a place of malice. I think it comes from a place of misunderstanding um, because at the end of the day, if you're marking yourself, you're, it does have meaning because you have meaning. Your life has meaning. You, you know, you are here, you are present, you are in this moment. And that means that you have value just because mm-hmm. you're, you're here. And the things that we do choose to mark ourselves with 
have that kind of meaning because even if they're fun, even if they remind us of fun things, we need those. Yeah, I agree. You know, those are those are important. Those are what matter. Those little moments that we can hold on to that make those tough days that much more. You know, it's thriving in the chaos. Yes. <laughs> they come through. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah, all of that good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Mike. I, I, Michael, I've been, been great having you on here tonight. Thank um, you. You know, I, I hope if we, uh, I hope to see you soon. Um, yeah, no, got, definitely. <laughs> we got a lot of cool upcoming projects and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I'm so proud of you, man. I, I, you know, I know even since when I first met you, things have just been, your life has been transformed and it's, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm really, I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of the work that you've put in and, you know, I, 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 I just, I, I can't, I can't, I, I, <laughs> you know, I'm just happy for you and I'm going to continue to support you and what you do. And I want to say the same for you. Like, honestly, you've literally seen, I think you've seen like me in diff- a, a few different phases of my life or like seeing like, tra- at least the, see me transit through so many different, like major life experiences and major um, like milestones in my life. And I've always been thankful. And also, like, I'm, like, riddled with anxiety. Like, I overthink everything. But, like, I, like, you. That's why we get along. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, like, but, like we, we have these really great conversations. And, like, we've always been, I feel like I'm able to speak to you without real judgment. And then, like, and if, if, there, if I ever, like, feel like I'm inappropriate or, or I say something like wrong again anxiety like we're able like it's never like it's never taken personally it's never it's like we see each other through it all and I'm proud of you since I, I've seen you grow from like someone you always have loved what you've done but like to see you come like become extremely confident in your ability to to do your art to manage yourself and manage a business in many aspects and continue to progress, no, and continue to progress through all of these things and like maintain this beautiful relationship with the Tennille who I want to meet. Like, and like just everything. Uh, I'm proud to see all of this and I think it's fucking incredible. So I'm proud of you too. And it feels good to hear all of you saying all of these things because like part of me rejects it. I'm like, no, no, no. Like the crazy part, but I'm like, no, (laughs) like, this is like be just like be grateful and I am very, very grateful and honored and humbled that you find what I have to say worth listening to. Oh, totally, man. You know, I I think I think the conversations that we have it's crazy. We haven't busted out into song yet. So I, I don't Not know. Not today. <laughs> I almost did. Hey, There's you know what? <laughs> you know what? There's no day but today. Um uh, <laughs> Don't stop it! Don't thank me. That's not the song that was on my brain, but I will go with that one. But anyway, everyone, uh, next time you you meet Michael, make him sing for you. Um, it uh. is lovely. <laughs> then tell me to shut up. No, never, never forever. will do that. 
Michael. Um, thank you so much for coming on tonight, man. Thank um, you guys. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you having me. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun and I am grateful for this like opportunity to have a voice. So thank you. No problem. No, thank hey, you so much for get, coming on the show. Before Take we go, that. Michael, uh, where, where can we, uh, where can people find you? Um, um, you can, I have an Instagram <laughs> at M I I C H A L period A R three D S. You'll find some of my cocktails. I'll usually share stories about my Zuma classes. Most of it's like pictures of flowers and landscapes because I kind of like take in everything around me. Um, I have, try and be present, and you thrive I, in the chaos. I I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. Um, I do. If you're if you wanted to take a Zumba class, I have my Facebook page on Zumba or for Zumba Zumba with Michael A on Facebook. Um, and if you any other, you can contact me another way. Um, Michael A at TraviaSobar.co. Well, well, I'm sure this will be we'll, written down we'll, somewhere. It'll all be in the notes. But either way, I, I, I am. I yeah. You can talk to me anytime. We're just self-centered. Yo, give my give me Michael's number, and then we'll talk. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. No problem, Michael. This is good to see you. Likewise. This has been Spencer Canard at Stories in Ink. Until next time, thanks for stopping by. 